If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. And today I am talking about how to move through the fear of getting hurt again when you start thinking about dating, or maybe you've already started dating, but you have this huge pit in your stomach thinking about what happens if the same thing happens and I end up getting really hurt again. So before I get into this episode, I did want to mention and talk a little bit about my Moving On After Heartbreak course. I don't talk about it a lot because it really is meant for being a little bit further on in your breakup. But if you're someone who has already started dating or is thinking about getting ready to start dating again, you feel like you have a good foundation in your healing. This course, what it allows you to do is it takes all of the lessons that you've learned throughout your relationship and throughout your breakup and gets you to a point of feeling really prepared to move forward. So these are all, again, all exercises that I have done personally that helped me tremendously in when I started dating again, helped me get really clear on the kind of partner I wanted, how to attract that kind of a partner, and how to not make those same mistakes again. So Let's dive into today's episode. So the first thing that I want to say, I want to put this just this disclaimer out there. There is nothing that I can say, nor that anyone can say, that will guarantee that you will not get hurt again by another person. That is just, unfortunately, the human experience. It's a fact of life. The only thing that would obviously guarantee that you never get hurt again in another relationship is if you locked yourself in a room and and never had interactions with people. Because at the end of the day, it's not just romantic relationships we can be potentially hurt by. It's also friendships, family, coworkers, the whole thing. So there are just no guarantees in in getting hurt by others. And, you know, I'm not going to say like it's better to have – What's that saying? It's better to have loved and hurt than never loved at all. I don't know how I feel about that quote. I'm not going to, you know, try to push that on you. But what I want to talk about in this episode 
is, is this idea of being prepared. Being prepared before you start dating again. And I'm going to use a bit of an analogy here. So if you've followed my Instagram for any long period of time, you know that I'm a big fan of rollerblading. You see me post it on my stories, but I have been rollerblading since before I could ride a bike, and it's something that I love doing so much. However, I think it was about a year ago last summer, I was rollerblading one morning and I had a really bad fall. I had a really bad fall. I skinned my knee super bad through through pants, had to go to urgent care, still have a pretty nasty scar, and obviously was pretty pretty shaken up. And then if we rewind back to when I was, gosh, 2021, I was rollerblading and same thing happened, fell, hurt my knee, skinned my knee really bad. And I remember my mom saying, you should really wear some knee pads. And, you know, being 2021, not wanting to listen, I did not do that. And about a week later, I fell again on the exact same knee and cut that knee open again. And you know what? Back then, I still don't think I started wearing knee pads. But what happened when I fell last summer is I thought, okay, that really hurt. I don't want that to happen again. So I bought a set of knee pads. And what that allowed me to do is it gave me a sense of safety enough where I I wasn't prepared to, to stop rollerblading. That's not what I wanted to do. But I wanted to be a little bit, bit more prepared so I felt better emotionally and also, you know, felt like if I were to fall again, at least I'd be protected and that at least I have learned since the last time. And I have not fallen on my knees since I started wearing knee pads. But again, I have that peace of mind. I have that kind of defense against if that were to happen again. So how does this relate to dating? It's the same, it's the same thing. It's we've all clearly, if we're listening to this podcast, we've all fallen rollerblading in relationships where whether you were blindsided by it, whether you ended the relationship, no matter what, we've all been hurt in relationships. And so what I want to talk about is what are your knee pads going to look like, essentially? What can you incorporate? What lesson can you learn that will give you that peace of mind emotionally and also give you a defense against that same hurt happening again? Because what I hear a lot, especially in my one-on-one client sessions, is People will say, I, I want to start dating again, but I don't want to go out into the world so guarded. I, want, I don't want to think constantly that I'm going to get hurt. I don't want to have these walls up and not letting, let anyone in, but I also really don't want to get hurt again. And you know that would be like me, the next time I go rollerblading, I just put myself in a complete bubble. That's not, that's not what I want to do. We can't anticipate every bad thing that would ever potentially happen to us, but we can learn from our mistakes. We can learn from our past patterns. We can learn from our experiences and we can do better. And that's really 
all that we can do. So for example, when you guys know the pattern that I had where I got dumped three times in a row by people that didn't want to get married, really just didn't weren't able to commit. So I didn't learn it the first time. I didn't learn it the second time. I didn't learn it the third time, but you can bet your butt that I, I learned it after that. And so what was my knee pad in this situation? I started asking questions a lot earlier in the dating process, asking how people felt about long-term commitment, about how people felt about marriage in the future. And the thing is, I think we have this block where we feel like we can't ask those questions when we're early in the process of dating someone. But there's nothing to say we can't if it is to protect you. Because the thing is, when I was sitting down with guys that I was dating and I asked them, you know, on the second, third, or fourth date how they felt about marriage, I wasn't saying that I wanted them to marry me. I just said, do you see yourself getting married someday? And if it was a no, I was out. And if it was a yes, then, you know, that didn't guarantee they would never hurt me. That was just something I could check check off um, check off the list and, you know, a little preventative measure that I took that would prevent me from getting hurt in the same way again. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So how do you get to this place where you can recognize how to change in the future? So a lot of this is going to be recognizing patterns and then learning from experience. I like to say that you cannot change what you do not know. I think that is so important. If you are not aware of something being an issue, you're never going to take steps to change it. And then two, another thing that I like to say is once you know about a pattern, it's a lot harder to repeat it. So once you're very aware, like for me, I was, I became very aware after the third time that I have this Thing of attracting emotionally unavailable men, I became really aware of it and it was a lot harder for me to continue going after people like that. 
And a lot of this is going to come down to the processing part of the breakup. So right after we go through a breakup, we're initially literally just in survival mode. All you're trying to do is make it through the day, distract yourself enough to be able to function, and then you start feeling better and you start you know, feeling your feelings. They become a little less intense. And then uh, what most people do, what I find most people do is they go, okay, I'm feeling better. I should start dating again. And they miss this really, really key step, which is processing the relationship, processing the breakup, and then processing the feelings. And this requires looking at the relationship objectively. And keep keep this in mind. If you are someone that just went through a breakup, this is not something you should be doing yet. Because when you start looking, trying to look at the relationship objectively right after a breakup when your feelings are still really intense, you're really sensitive, all it's going to turn into is a I should have done this. I could have done this. Why didn't why didn't I see this earlier? It just turns into a big beat up yourself party. And that's not what that's not what we want because that's not productive. But if you allow some time to pass and the feelings get less intense, then you can move into this like kind of constructive criticism kind of a thing. So you can start saying okay, what what did I like about the relationship? What did I not like about the relationship? And then you start looking at the actual breakup. Were, was there something I missed earlier on? Um, maybe, you know, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. So looking back, were there any things that I, that I missed that might have indicated that this was going to happen? And then if you think back to the beginning of the relationship, were there any red flags that you just painted green because you really liked the person and your brain chemicals took over and the attraction was so great that it was hard to decipher, which is normal and okay. But once you can start asking yourself those kinds of of questions, allow you to equip yourself better with better questions to ask in in the beginning of dating. Maybe some things to look out for. Because if you have specific things to look out for, you're not going to be looking out for everything. Like if you go into dating in a state of utter and complete fear, you're not going to enjoy yourself because you're going to be looking out for signs in every way, shape, and form, every interaction that you have, you're going to be looking for signs of like, is this okay? Is this wrong? Is this right? That's not that's not enjoyable for, for anyone involved. So that's not what I want you to do. But if you can look through, you know, do a, I do a lot of writing. My Breakthrough Your Breakup course is a lot of this kind of writing of what did I like? What did I not like? Um, what could I have done differently? If you can start looking at that and pinpoint a couple things, especially things like patterns, like it's great to actually go back a few relationships and see are there any similarities that I continue to attract um, that will allow you to see, okay, this is a pattern and and if I can become aware of this pattern, then I have the power to to change this.
essentially this is a lot of data gathering. And it's a really important part of a breakup in my experience. And once you have all of that data collected, then it's up to you on on how you're going to use this because some of this is is going to require some boundaries when when you're beginning to date. So let's go back to the example of me with emotionally unavailable people. If in the beginning, you know, on date two or three, I I say, where do, do you see yourself getting married someday? And they say, actually, no, I, I just really don't think that's for me. Okay. So they gave me a valuable piece of information. It is now my responsibility to say, okay, uh, Marriage is really important to me, so I I don't think we're going to work out. But it was, you know, nice getting to know you and then cut cut ties there. The trouble is, and I think where a lot of people end up getting hurt, is they they get those valuable pieces of of information, whether they fully know it or not, um, but they get these pretty valuable pieces of information and yet choose to do nothing about them because – you think they're going to change. You think you're going to be different, that you might be the the exception to to the rule. So, and again, what I'm about to say is has nothing, I'm not blaming anyone who has been cheated on. But f- another example is if you're dating someone and they say that they have a, a history of, of cheating on their partners, that's a valuable piece of information and what what are you going to do with it kind of a thing. Um, and then, you know, other parts of this is just going to require some like uncomfortable conversations, you know, like the one of do you see yourself getting married? It, it feels it feels uncomfortable because – but I think most of the time it's uncomfortable because we're really scared of what they're going to say. But the thing is – it's so much better to find this stuff out sooner rather than years down the road when you're you've emotionally invested years of your life into this person and then you and then it still doesn't work. Um, so, you know, have like those really key things that are important to you, and maybe you got those key things based on how you've been hurt in the past or certain people you've attracted that just don't seem to be working for you. So get those like kind of key questions and, you know, you don't (laughs) – obviously don't interrogate the person on the first date, but just have those things in mind, have those key points that you're looking at, and then you can make the informed decision for you without, you know, feeling like you're constantly going to be blindsided. And then again, this bears repeating, but just know that – there are going to be things that happen that you just can't see coming. So my goal is not to make it so you never get hurt again. The goal is that you are you feel empowered, you feel prepared, and you feel like you have the tools to go into it as as best as possible and that's all that's all you can do. That is all you can do and then from there the right person is going to show up when when they're supposed to and and if it you know all these people that it doesn't work out with again they're just 
making that space for the right person to come in. So once again, if you if you want more information on the Moving On After Heartbreak course, I will put the link in the show notes. That's really where I, I take you through this process that I have on how to move forward with, with dating. But just keep in mind, you know, the rollerblade and knee pad analogy. Like what what are your knee pads? How are you? Because if you keep if you just go into dating blindly without learning anything, it's you're very likely to repeat the same kind of thing over and over again. You know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting to, expecting different results. So try something different. Take, you know, and this doesn't have to be a very long process. Take a month before you really dive into dating and, and do some of this work. Get really clear. Figure out your questions that you want to ask the people. Figure out what were some things you could have done differently in the past relationships. Not to beat yourself up, but just so you can move forward in a more empowered way. So I will see you guys back here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.